What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 17 of the Fresh Out the Box podcast. There are three of us today. If I was Adidas, your co-host, the Shumalier, Daniel Mathoy Jr., do we got the big dog? Do we got Nike in the house? The Nike? Are you the Nike? You the top dog? Oh, you, no, we could, we could do a Run DMC. Oh. So you'd be like... Uh, Which one would I be? Yeah, what's my... What's the DJ? Yeah, Master J. Yeah, Master J. I'll allow it. And uh, I'm the king of rock. There is none higher. And then Suck I'm at MCs. Chicago the MC. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got we got a PD in the house tonight. It's a sneaker grandpa. A little porch talk, you know. Enjoy the sneakers, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what's sir. up, PD? How you doing, man? I'm good, guys. How are y'all? Good, good, man. Wait, what's your... Uh, who, who, you, who are you at? Who are you? Oh, uh, it's me, Colin. Teagle, a.k.a. Uh, Kylo, a.k.a. Uh, CJ, if I'm placing an order at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> um, also known as Al underscore Bundy, 713, mm-hmm. on all uh, social media platforms. What's up, Junior? How you doing, man? Doing all right. We got the we got the dogs in the house, the lazy mm-hmm. days of summer, the executive producers. Lynn and Gump with the uh, belly rub. And That's right. Executive producer Marla over there, getting the... the uh, the traditional treat for the show. That's in. right. That's for sure. That's for sure. How was your weekend? A lot of fun. Yeah. Work. Had had a little hang. You know, can't complain. And right. I, I get to close it off with uh, with one one really good friend and another. I don't know who. I'll, I'll let you figure out who. Bringing in the close of the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, what about man. you? What about you? How was your weekend? Oh man. Uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of celebration, a lot of uh, I don't want to say tragedy or nothing like that, but uh, it was it was a little bit of everything this week, man. So is the tragedy good. how bad the Mets got beat last night for yeah. for old We're PD? Come right off the bat, <laughs> <laughs> right. Bro, he's right. so messy in the first <laughs> five is. minutes, man. It's so welcoming, isn't it's, it? It really makes you. But what that right. shows is that I follow your social no, I media. That. I know I appreciate how you were upset about it's, that. Damn, bro, I, I am. He jabs everybody like it's first right. five minutes, uh, man. You come right. out, hey, he's like a bully. When dude. you when you do some time in the house, what do you do? The first thing you walk up to the biggest oh, guy and you man. punch him in the face. All right, All right. <laughs> <laughs> introductory fade, huh? Shit. Yeah. Last week man, it was Chris. <laughs> this week it's, it's old Mr. Dempsey. Glad Drexler. Now we got sneaker grandpa. Been a fan since '84, so I've suffered plenty. It's just it's. It's ingrained in us, so right. I like to say it builds character. And unfortunately, hey, I've got my sports say, fan. I feel yeah, your pain, man. Got both my daughters in on it now too. Not as heavy as me, but yeah. So I'm just like I don't know if I'm teaching them life lessons or just setting them up for Old failure or a little of both. So <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, well we got a jam packed episode as per usual. Let's get started. Uh, first up, uh, we'll start with the guest. PD, did you have any uh, pickups this week? This week? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. I think the last couple pairs I got, uh, I did grab the Travis Scott's. Oh. Um, the, nice. The Lucky Greens no. ones. That's a good one. Uh, partly because I love the, uh, is it the DMP? Yeah. Mm-hmm. pack that it mm-hmm. came from, and uh, I've got actually the, the black and red pair. Mm. What That's did I say? The black and red pair. I yeah. didn't say what? That um, other word? No. Damn, bro. Jerry Lorenzo and you are tied on that <laughs> one, right? Uh, Jeez, so I've, that's right. I've all, <laughs> and I don't know. The green is a little brighter, I think, than the original, than sort of that Celtic. No, it definitely is. It yep, is, yep, but it's, it's a, close it's enough a lucky for me to green have. as yeah. opposed to a pine green yep. with the DMP pack. And then uh, I did get 
the Joe Fresh Goods New Balance, uh, the six tens. Mm. I got the orange pair, and I, I oh, blame nice. I blame Callie for that because I was he was wanting to get them, and he sent them to me, and I entered the raffle online raffle just by to do it. And sure enough, Monday yeah. whatever I get the thing you you hit, like all right, I guess I got to get it. I feel like so, that's a fun pair though. Yeah, yeah. I like I'd, what they're doing with him as far as like having him introduce like new silhouettes or silhouettes that haven't really been getting a. Uh, a good rub from the community like that's what influencers are for yeah that's it's, it's almost what ronnie was doing for ronnie Fike for exactly. a long time it was like if you were a brand and you wanted to introduce a, a new line a new model you can let ronnie do it and then you follow with all your inline releases and so yeah no I, i'm from everything i've heard unlike ronnie he's a really joe fresh because he's um a really good guy seems to be good yeah. to work with and he so, seems yeah. genuine I've, I've had the chance to meet him a couple of times and uh he seems genuine in uh, the campaigns that he runs and as a person. So yeah, yeah. Junior, we know you got something. What you no, get? it was it was a slow a slow uh, week, slow news week for me. Not that anything I, I didn't hit on any of the early Haritos, uh, which mm-hmm. we may or may not talk about. Um, so I'm just I'm just waiting on on the official like worldwide release or whatever, which I'm ready to to swing and miss on that one. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm uh, it's it's been a slow few weeks. Same for me. Here. I didn't have any pickups this week. Um, I planned on copping the cement Air Jordan ones, but don't look like they're going anywhere anytime soon. Dude. So yeah. we'll, we'll get into it, but man, we haven't had a release like this, like, I don't know when, man. And then you see Nike just uh, sold out on sneakers, and then like 20 minutes later, like, Hey, well, we, we restocked. <laughs> Another Ronnie move. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that, they learned that from the master. Oh, sold out in five no, minutes. Oh, right. oh, look, here's another found 500 some, pairs. Right. Found some yeah. in the back. We know, we know you guys have been wanting these. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. We're going to go into our shock drop of That's right. uh, inventory. That's right. And bless you with them. Yep, yep. All right, man. Well, let's get into it. Uh, first uh, current event on the uh, This is a super current event. List. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because uh, I actually put like rumored J Balvin Retro Three release. So you knew about this, and then he wore him yesterday. So I literally was it the Derby that, he was at or no, F One? Oh yeah, F One. That's Miami, right. In, in Miami. That's yeah. right. Um, me personally, I think this might be his best one, as far as uh, wearability. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yep. the Retro One was fun because like he always does the tie dye rainbow mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the two was a bust in my opinion from yeah, a, from a, from a, from a community perspective it's not a bad shoe for sure um i i commend them for trying something with mm-hmm. the what is it the uh a little lights yeah, on the, the tongue the light the led light on yeah. the tongue yeah but man if that's what pushed that price point to that Ooh. like it was yeah it was just too expensive it, it's just hard for anybody i feel like in the community to spend 300 on something like that doesn't have Right, right, right amount of height. Well, the two's hard enough to move as it is. Oh, yep. you're gonna elevate that to another price range. Three hundred dollars, yeah. man. Like, and not everyone likes sky blue either. I yeah, mean, that's a. I'm trying to feel like what like who at Jordan Brand like didn't tell him like, hey, bro, this is at least like pretty risky. Like, yeah, yeah. With this light, we got to put it at three. You know what I'm saying? Like For a sure. regular two, like it's already at two two twenty five. Right. Like, you want to do this light? And like they're still on his website. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh if you my go to gosh. Jbalvin.com, they're still on. I there. mean, I like that. I own that shoe. I've only worn it once. 
but I have to like plan a whole outfit out of it because it's like it's, I can't just like yeah. I'm gonna throw on these shoes. You no, know, it's like oh I can't wear that. And with know, the so. three man, you know, it's uh, very reminiscent of dare I say like a mama in the air, and then it just has his. It's real low key. His, on the uh, heel tab? Right. His uh, his rainbow color and then the heel tab. Those are going to fly. Yeah. People it's gonna... early, but I'll go ahead and say it for the streets on those. I'm good. What? You. Oh, now who's sour here? <laughs> huh? The, old, love, the I, old man. I love threes, but I just. Uh, I mean, I saw them today. They started popping up on Twitter and stuff. It's fine, but just. I'm, I don't know. It's getting kind of hot fine. on this porch, man. Dude. <laughs> God. Sheesh. Uh, my question for you, uh, gentlemen, is. Uh, does he bounce back from the retro two release with this retro three? Now that we've seen it, why don't you go I'm first? I'm not sure it will. Just yeah. for what I said, like the two, just as it is, I feel like I, I didn't understand Nike's uh, attack on the two, just because they came out early with the collabs and especially with twos and focus for women, and then they finally retroed the one with the black, which mm-hmm. kind of didn't sell well. They never brought the white one. I mean, I just, I, I don't know if I've ever seen them do that. I mean, other than like we're talking about with the sort of the Ronnie effect of where you, you want to introduce a model, but right. they chose, you know, not well-known yeah. collab partners to do it. And they did it Lowe's and women's side. I, it was just really strange. And that it's you don't weird. bring back the two OGs first. Right. And then yeah. follow and then with the goes. other stuff. Yeah. It's like, it just, it's yeah, man, it, it was, it's weird for the simple fact of, um, and seeing how they did it, like you said, it was collabs and lows. It's almost as if they ran like analytics and said, "All right, lows will do better because people yeah. like low tops." Yeah. And then, you know, they do uh, the two one A's, the Titans, the Shelf Lives, and all these different uh, two lows. And then they come with the OG, which honestly, outside of men's sizes, we still have some women's yeah, sizes. Yeah. The, you know what I'm saying? We still have a six and a half, seven. I feel like it was just too much, like. You had overlapping with women's kids mm-hmm. and like smaller unisex sizes with men, like so it's just like, yep, I, I I don't know, man. And then uh, it's almost as if like now with the low tops they're releasing, they're trying to release them like Air Forces, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like melon tint, um, white and baby blue, yep, white baby blue and red, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's, it's too much. Like the market is just too saturated. Yep, yep. I think if they uh they would have done better with the retro two if they had um. Made it like super limited or something. Yeah. Or just like, released a panda colorway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean, that the short answer to that is that the bar is pretty low. Right. To bounce back from that just because yeah. it's, you know, at, between the price point and the model and it, it being a three, I mean, you're, also, it's going to do all right. Hey, Belvin, man, at least as an influencer uh, to adjacent communities. He hasn't really been doing well, man. I, I was going to say, you, Bad Bunny is way more like, uh, out there right. than Jay Balvin is in terms okay, so of you, pr- promoting can, themselves, promoting if, the shoot. Right. If you compare Latin stars, mm-hmm. he's leaps and bounds bigger than Jay Balvin. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you compare, hell, Happy Meals. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I didn't think he would do as good as Travis with the Happy Meals or, sure. what, you know, the McDonald meals. Yeah, yeah. But, like, his came next and they were just like, mm. right. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was a hard act to follow. And then as far as, like, uh, collaborative efforts with a sneaker company, it's just like, yeah, I don't think, like, you really got the juice. Like, or, you know, JB thinks you have the juice. Right. So it's, um, no, I, I, I agree. It's but, been lackluster, to say the least. But I agree with, uh, with Gramps. I think uh, it's, it's, it's not a hard, no, it's hard not. not a hard leap. To, and, but you no. know what? I also think 
now that we've seen the colorway, um, maybe they played it safe. True, they saw what happened with the two and the one. You know, the one was. Oh yeah, the one. I mean, the one is a, wild and loud. Yeah, but that, you know what I'm saying? he wore it. How many? How early did he wear that one before they finally released it? It was a while, wasn't it? It's all about the same, man. Like he has, he's, he has very similar rollouts, where um, you know, it's rumors, then he wears it, and then uh, you know, eventually it comes out. So, yeah. All right, next up, um, Harito. Done mm -hmm. SB Week is amongst us. Um, is this the biggest um, true SB release of the year? I say true because, of course, we had the Jordan 4, but that's kind of like best of both worlds situation. So, uh, I'm not a dunkhead. Me neither. Uh, uh, well, I don't know that any, any, either any of us are no. a dunkheads. I um, tend to let a little brother uh, <laughs> play with himself in the corner. Yeah, I think Taylor on his episode did say this might be the release of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree, but I mean, man, I don't want to get into all the rhetoric on there about what Mexican brand, blah. anyway, whatever, regardless, I think it's a pretty big deal. And, uh, I think it is a big release and not knowing SBs or what's going to happen. I think this has more hype than, yeah, I guess that's what so I would let say. Let me ask both of y'all, cause they're all both of Latin descent. Thank you. Um, Thank you. How big Orale. is it? Like, uh, Orale, Holmes, Dale. We should, um, should, we speak? Hey, should we speak in the way hey, we talk hey, back hey, home on the streets? Hey, hey Holmes. Hey, hey. <laughs> Let me ask you this, way. Let me ask you this. Ah, <laughs> way. But um, how big is like Harito in like <laughs> the Mexican yeah. community? I feel like I've been drinking that for a long time, right? Well, I yeah. see it. Of course I see it. Like if I go to like a taqueria yeah. or, you know, a, a rancho market or something like that. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, but how many of the people buying it have, have had, even had that experience? I mean, that's, that's what's funny no, about it. But yes. I think that's the thing, uh, PD, is like it's the crossover effect. You're right, it might right. be like even if you don't really fuck with SB Dunks, it's like. Made a, making a Harito sneaker, like yeah. right, right, right. I'm with it, like you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna try, you know. So Except it's like, sriracha, right? Right. I mean, that's like yeah, the that, equivalent that's of like it. The, right. Yeah, that's, that's you're sure, absolutely yeah. right. And so it's it's uh, I don't, I, no, I, I, I guess like as of right now, I would definitely put it above uh, the Run the Jewels pack. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, maybe it's neck and neck with the Jordan Four, but like I said, that's that has some cross branding technicality. Yeah, right. So yeah, no, I think it's a big deal. We Daniel and I were talking about. I mean, like to me, it just doesn't translate well from the bottle. I would have preferred. I mean, orange is my favorite color. I'd have preferred more orange and red and green than right. off white. And I understand you're supposed to peel back. We're like, I don't have time for all that. We were talking about some of the the uh, the Lance Mountain, and there was another. There was an Air Force Two SB that they did where you're supposed to. I I, I don't have time for all that stuff of Man, I removing really the top coating to reveal what's underneath. Right. Like, I, <laughs> That's always been hard for me because it's like it's irreversible. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that once you do it, you might be feeling yeah. that shit like for two weeks, and it's like, damn, I wish I kind of had to. No, I've done it where I use the, oh, use the, the nail polish remover. Well, yep. next thing you know, yep. you're removing the layer below that, and you're back down to a yep. white base, and uh -huh. now you screwed them up. So I just I don't know. Yeah, it's fun, but when you're paying 160, 180 dollars or whatever for a pair of shoes, and I, I think it's uh, it doesn't make sense for the community because like just being real, like. If you collect sneakers like any of us collect sneakers, nobody is going to get the Harito and wear it or skate it to the point where it's like, yeah, man, I really can see the underlayers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. it's a natural wear and tear. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think or that's the happening. two Jordans they did, the L.A. to Chicago yeah. and there was a New York to Paris Chicago, or something. And uh, then New York to 
That's same what thing we had those. in the shop. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I mean, I think I got a pair and sat there and messed with them. By the time, I'm like, okay, now it's I've ruined it and I can't get rid of it because no yep. one's going to want to buy it now that I've screwed it up. <laughs> exactly. So, great, I guess. Uh, well, I'm stuck cool. with it. Yeah. This, yep. this is officially my pair. That's right. <laughs> um, and then we talked about what causes the buzz that this release is getting. Like I say, I think, you know, whenever you plug into like a larger community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than sneaker community, uh, i.e., you know, the Latino community or Latino soda community. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, I, and Nike, uh, you know, if you guys want to put me on payroll for these ideas and my IP, I'm totally with it. I can work part time <laughs> for you guys. But this would have been cool to do different colored dunk SBs and make them regional. Oh, dude. We were saying, yes, if they'd done like the Gatorades, yeah. you know, where they did the different, right, like no. yeah. the reds you get in the... It's red, orange. I mean, they've got red, orange, and green. Yellow, or pineapple. Like, there has to yeah, yellow. Probably yeah. the yellow also, and green. If you did like a, a, a northwest, southeast, northeast, right. southwest, yeah. like... Yeah. I mean, they did the bottles, just the, the, you know the special bottles. Right. They did a shoe that matched every bottle. Mm. No. I'd go after. I'd get all of them. Right. Like I said, Nike. Come on, man. You Put just lost payroll, man. million dollar ideas. Yeah, right. We're here for it. I'm here all day. That's right. All right. Next up, um, Nike SB claps back. Oh. At retail shop owner. Um. Did you guys see uh Nike SB clapping back at a uh, Master Chef Ian from? Yeah, Pirate's I Club? did. I saw that. That's uh. How do y'all feel about that first of all before I ask the question? How do you feel, PD? I mean, it's just, there's just irony in all of it, I guess, to yeah. me. It's like you don't create the hype without doing that. And, you know, how many. Well, I think, I think the hype will be created no matter what. Yeah. But um, I feel like, you know, and TG talked about this, SB kind of has that rebellious spirit and like the collabs they do and mm-hmm. the themes to their uh, SB dunks. To do something like this, me personally, I totally get it, man, because um, you don't get to see it unless you're on the retailer side. If you're not on the retailer side, you're getting most of this information from uh, blogs. Mm-hmm. So your nice kids, your Sneaker News, Sneaker Bar Detroit. but And and they're getting pictures from, you know, the people that are smuggling uh, <laughs> shoes out from, from the factory. Yep. Lord knows how. But um, in this case... I kind of sympathize with it because it's a Crenshaw Skate Club, which is like made by like a, a young black guy um, from South Central LA. Sure. Uh, designer or, you know what I'm saying? But um, it kind of sucks because it's like, man, this is such a cool opportunity and it kind of pushes entrepreneurship and here comes clout and let me, uh, you know what I'm saying, say I, I was first to the party to show this. And it just it just ruins everything. So like, right. uh, my question is, uh, is this the spirit that SB possesses as opposed to regular uh, Nike sportswear that TG was talking about? And then, um, how do we feel about Nike SB's reaction to leaks of product that hasn't been unveiled yet? Don't we know what the next year and a half <laughs> Nike releases are? That's, that's what I was no, you're right. Not as I mean, we've, so, we've so so that's the thing. Like Jordan Brand and Nike. Are pretty like they're they're the big brothers right, with a right, white right. collar job, and it's like this is how we do business. Sure, hey, sure. here goes our fall collection. Here goes our spring collection. Yeah, yeah. SB is always spontaneous. True. I mean, for the first time in a while, I would say um, with the Run the Jewels, we knew yeah they we were coming out for a while. We saw those a while ago. You know what I'm saying? But like in situations like this, I get it. Where it's like because we always, at least on the retailer side, we always give them shit about. Man, y'all never do storytelling, bro. 
y'all never do storytelling and you're pushing all these releases down and then you want us to do the storytelling. Yep. But in this situation, like it's like, damn, man, you kind of just stepped on our rollout, bro. Who knows what we had? Not saying they can't do it anymore. Yep. But what you think, Petey? I don't know. I'm just not sympathetic, I guess. Yeah. I just, I mean, does it really detract or take away from the eventual release? Because they're going to have their opportunity to do it. The other thing, again, irony is that the main way we found out about that was from sneaker blogs who build their audience on leaking pictures or mock-ups or That's true. this isn't the actual shoe. So it's just like, I'm sitting here going, you guys are promoting this. And, you know, I also have to be sort of, I, get, I don't know what the term would be, but sort of just jaded, I guess, that no publicity, no release like that is done because what's it done? It's, ra- it's raised awareness to that release by SB. So are they really being hurt? Or are they sort of using as an opportunity for marketing? So I don't know. It's it's fine. I mean, I think maybe it's, yeah. you know, I, I feel for probably the, the designer because I know how long it takes to bring a shoe right. from design to market. But in the end, is it going to mean that nobody buys them that, you know, nah. they're going to sell, they're going to sell. So it's sort of like an ethical issue, I guess. But again, I think it's, it's ironic yeah, the it's- fact that the blogs are the ones posting about this when that's how they build their audiences in the first place. That's so. a good point. It's uh, it's kind of I guess you could say the circle of life as far <laughs> from the publicity side where like right before then you know you might be able to walk into your skateboard shop and be like damn what is this yeah and then they can tell you the story on what it is but now like it just has become like everyday news that like you go to these blogs you get this information yep. And then you start planning on how how you can get it. Well, now you got the articles with the mock-ups of them. So this this isn't the actual shoe. This is like an artist rendering Correct. of what it yeah. be. And based off of the product. Like, you know, it's, it's the same as the black and red ones and the royal ones. And see, They're even, out there, and those are going to be suede and satin. And people don't even know that because they right. oh, cool, the, they're reimagined. Yeah, they're reimagined imagined with suede and satin. I'll pass. And then, you know, kind of, kind of uh, you know, take, letting you guys take a peek behind the curtain, like, when we go to these meetings, man, like, it's always, like, no pictures. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they have some type of, like, force field or where you get shitty service when you're in the meeting. But literally, yeah, man, geotag. like. Geotag. Yeah, you, you could be on the way back home, and, like, it's broken. And it's like, bro, this is so close to the vest, at least from a retailer perspective. Like, yeah. we're not trying to fuck up our account. No. It has to be somebody on the inside, like, getting a pocket grease that, like, it's just like, Here. And a Z sneakerhead or somebody like that, it's taking it to mm-hmm. the yeah, bigger blog. Dude, that that's like his whole account is leaking stuff on yeah, one of those complex Z, things I like that, you know. Yeah. So let me hand you my tinfoil hat for the conspiracy theories. Here you go. I'm going to give it to you because, <laughs> I mean, again, I don't think any of these things are like unintentional. Off the, uh, there's not somebody running right. the SB account that's just, I'm just going to tweet this out with no permission, with nobody ever seeing this. Right, it's right. Just, it made for some news and it made the cycles and now people are aware of the release. And so, you know, when, yeah, I, guess, I guess the good thing is like news is ever flowing. So like until official images come out or some yeah. shit like that, some will flush this out. No one's even going to remember probably today. It right. happened, what, three days ago or whatever. Yeah. Now we're already talking about the Jay Blavin shoes or whatever. So there yeah. you go. I, I just thought it was funny that they uh, like mm. actually like. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, oh man, what a clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, weekly release recaps. Mm. Um, um, I took a big uh, L, or uh, as Ace Ventura would say, at Le Hill, <laughs> um on the Kobe before Pro Trolls, uh, GG. Um, I knew it was going to happen, man. And then um, I guess the question I have about that is, what do you guys think about Nike saying they have to fight off, uh, what is it? 
billion? Was it billion or a million? Twelve the billion, but they were saying like, a lot of temps. But that still means there's like twenty four million that got in. Like they were saying, they 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 knock out so many percentage, but you're still fighting millions of bots. That's crazy, dude. I mean, that, I mean that you know they all ate on those uh, GGs. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's Which, again irony is that you know after he passed and all that happened. Oh, we shut it. Ooh, people are selling for resale. It happens with any celebrity passes. People will oh, sell yeah. locks of their hair or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> bathwater. And so, I mean, why, you're gonna choose this hill to die on? I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, it. You know, good for collectors or whatever. I mean, it's not for me anyway. But just as an outside observer, I'm watching it going. Okay, we're gonna, right. you know. Sure. Now you're going to become virtuous because right. you know you're going to expect resellers and re whatever the people you rebuyers or whatever to suddenly have you know all these virtues that I'm not going to do this anymore. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Honestly, Good luck. I, I think um, this is a shoe you won't really be able to see how it does until I kind of want Nike to saturate the market on Kobe's. Yeah. Like let's just get back to them being like regular hoop shoes. Yeah. And you know, like doing good by his legacy, like. But but then again, you know, ten four Kahlo, um, it's kind of like, <laughs> that, you know, do you want to keep this? Yeah. At this what point going? Are you, because what like, point are you being disrespectful, right? Dude, like after he retired, like Kobe's were coming out, but like they weren't selling out. There's dudes dude. in the NBA still hooping him, don't they? Right. Yeah. Well, that that contributes to the resale market because here you have a you know a handful of millionaires who are like I pay whatever because I like hooping in them so much and. So it's it's just uh I don't know man <laughs> um two of uh, Amero um premium yellow strike mm. so uh it was, what was it like a five pack that they showed of uh, like different colors that are getting ready to come yeah. out with this time around yeah. which, which one was your favorite PD uh probably between the yellow and then the the blue tone ones I forget it's named after oh, the blue tint I think it's all royal tint or something like that I thought it was named after the dunk color the which it one? was the Argent or whatever it was. I forget what oh, it was. Oh, Argon? Argon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. That one. I, I like both of those. Yeah, I feel like those two ha- offer the most uh, personality. Like, the other ones are pretty, like, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. silver or gray and then uh, white-based or whatever. But, um, man, that yellow pops. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good-looking I, I totally kind of slept on them, but there's probably something I'll pick up eventually. I, I, I hate our allocations are so low with that, man. Like... Those went fast, right? Twelve pairs, dude. It's what? Like, really? It was only a size run, man. Like, jeez. And I, I feel like you know, this is just me forecasting and being in the business for so long. You're gonna up allocations, and it's not gonna be as hot. And then it's just gonna be a Romero on the shelf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not not necessarily well, anything wrong with that. But you, like, you guys both know that I was kind of on Romero. That's in the previous round before, for and sure. so yep. and I've noticed that the couple things one. The Vimero in general is just sort of more on trend right now because mm-hmm. these sort of technical runners with the big fat mm-hmm. wide mesh and lots of paneling and layering. And so I think that, and you and I have talked about, it, I think where they're smarter about it now, where they're, they kind of flooded at that time and did what, like three or four pairs and right. they just kind of went away. I mean, I ignore the cold wall because a tumor shoe, I just, right. I can't mess with <laughs> it. But, you know, and so I, I remember I grabbed the green, I still wear them, That's the green pair. And it was just, I don't know, there was just something about it. I didn't really know anything about it. It wasn't like, you know, ooh, this is that that shoe. But I feel like this time they're kind of taking a more measured approach. But then to send 12, it was like, okay, so now we're going to go to that extreme. Is there not somewhere in the middle where you can release, you know, like the pair you got on, Daniel? I mean, yeah. that's, you know. That was a good one. That was, that was a good one. Like we're yeah. in the silver ones. Yeah, so, the men's one. Yeah. 
the future or whatever, right? But I'm happy to see him doing well. I just, I hate that they're going to start going down that path now. Right. Like, okay, can you not just, you know, because I think that provides an opportunity for more people. Because, I mean, you probably agree. It's a light. It's a very comfortable oh, dude, shoe. It it's is great. It is I don't insane. care that it's on trend right now. I care that I can wear them day to day versus an Air Max 1, Air Max 95, Air Max 97 that right. I can't make it through half the day. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, they're not, I want to take them off. I mean, it's because of you that I, because you were in those oatmeals to a happy hour. And then I turned around and bought the pewter one. Beautiful. Hashtag influencer. Yeah, the OG, the OG influencer, right? Uh, hashtag superstar. That's right. Send him, send, sponsor him. Uh, hashtag Gramps NIL deal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, uh, we kind of touched Ooh. on it was, uh, hey, hey, bro, you don't have to do that, man. I'm sorry. You don't have to. For the incinerator. Do all this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, uh, I mean, I wish they sold out for you. I wish y'all made a million bucks. One retro. I think eventually they will. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, if it's a cool shoe to be on the shelf of like, hey, I just want to be cool and have something loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, man? Hey, right there, buddy. Right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It has, uh, it's, it's dipped in tradition and literally with all the semen print on it, man, like it's, it's eventually we'll sell out of them. But uh, wasn't there a leak? Yeah. Is it a dunk or an Air Force One? That they came out like a day or so ago that has all the elephant print. Oh no! I thought I saw it on Twitter. I was like, "Oh, I gotta send it." And I think I completely forgot. I'll look for it. I know they have a uh, they have a low top one coming out too. Oh, is that what it? Maybe yeah, I, I it saw might it. be a low top uh, retro one OG. But um, well, I think it I, it it kind of reminds me of like some older Supreme stuff. Didn't they do a lot of releases a while back with some print like that? Something pro- probably so. Well, you know, in '06 when the uh, Cool Grey 3 came out. Yeah. Man, like, it was so much, like, it was shorts, it was shirts, it was, like, parkas with, like, the semen print on it. They came out with a semen print backpack. So, like, Jeez, yeah. It's just, um, I feel like it's, uh, semen print is good on a complimentary level, mm-hmm. but, um, like, as far as just, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, being the main thing. Yeah, being a, the, the main uh, accent, like, yeah, it doesn't do well. What's the term? Is it Omaha? Call an audible here. All right, all right, all right. So I'm curious. At one point, to me, cement. I realize it it signifies a color, probably a gray, Uh like a Nike code. But to me, what's on the fours is cement, like representative visual. And elephant print to me is more what's on the the threes. Mm. Right. Where did that kind of change in terminology? Where it became like I I don't. I mean, I don't. I never refer to them as the elephant threes, but right. I always thought the cement was like. To me, that pattern with the speckles on it looks like cement. Right. Whereas, and I don't know. Honestly, like, just looking back, maybe like the growth of the sneaker community, honestly. Yeah, like bread. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said that. Now I feel dirty. (laughs) (laughs) I did it in air quotes. He did. You didn't see bread. uh, I think like just the growth of the community because for, I think back to what, 06? We were calling it elephant print. Yeah. I you know and vividly was, remember calling it elephant print, but um, yeah, now like it, it's the reverse. It kind of became a thing because like when the twos came out, they had that kind of lizard print on them, right? And they were supposedly made in Italy or whatever, uh-huh. and had all these premium leather, made and then it was Italian like the threes leather. had the ta- uh, the elephant, and then the fours had the cement. It kind of became almost a signature thing, and then the I guess the fives had the infrared. It was just like right. you know this thing, and it, not the fives, but the sixes, um, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Just curious. That's no, something I've kind of figured out. Where it's, it's kind of like, um, it's you know, the sneaker community is like a, a moving car. Yeah. 
Lot- <laughs> well, it's one of those things that you'd say it wrong, yeah. and someone would be like, oh, my God, what did you just call it? <laughs> yeah. well, right. I don't know. Were you there when they released? Dude, I was. That, thing's, that makes me think back to uh, in the infantile stages of the term bread. <laughs> I, I was, like, adamant. They're playoffs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it's black and red, and he played in the playoffs, I saw Jordan play playoffs. Yeah. Jesus, Mahler. Um, oh. But... I remember, uh, I think it was ATX Shoe Exchange. A guy was like, they're called breads. <laughs> it was like a, you know, yeah, young Mexican kid. Couldn't be no older than like 14, 15. And I was just like, it took every bit of me not to respond and be like, hey, man, if you didn't see Jordan play, shut the fuck up talking to me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just. I think I shared that Instagram exchange the other day, didn't I, where yeah. some guy said it. And then some, I said, no, black and reds. No, and some other guy jumped in breads. Well, who are you to say what they're called? Exactly. So why are you correcting me? Right, exactly, right? It's man. like, hey, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't make you right or wrong. It doesn't make you any bigger of a sneakerhead. <laughs> All right, now it's time for our featured presentation. <laughs> Porch Talk with Sneaker Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Back in his day. So we're going to ask you a couple of questions so the audience gets to know you a little bit better. Uh, everybody isn't as fortunate enough to know you for a decade like moi. True. So, first question. Uh, what was the first pair of sneakers that led you to become a tenured member of the sneaker community? Well, I if I had to go back to the one that started it all, and it's kind of ironic with the way things are now, it's the Jordan 1. I mean, the mm. Chicago colorway, I guess we call it now, is when I was 11 or 12 years old and... Um, playing basketball and everybody on the team was getting them. And I guess at the time there was also the kid size, which is the sky Jordan, which was essentially the non air version. Um, And at the time my parents were like, we're not doing that. They're $65. You're crazy. (laughs) You're in sixth grade. You don't need those. And so I ended up getting a pair and it wasn't even about being able to afford it or not. It was just more about, you know, and it's something I've kind of learned as a parent of you're going to outgrow these and how long you're going to tear them up. I'm not spinning this. So I ended up getting, a knockoff pair from Payless or came. Everyone had them back then. I mean, you go wherever you went, they had the red, white, and black yep. knockoff that had just some variation of the swoosh, which, you know, at the time, I don't know if Nike was taking everybody to court like they do now, but <laughs> um, as far as back into it, you know, I have a quite a gap because I'm fortunate to have grown up at a time when these shoes were releasing. And so Air Max one, Jordan one, uh, Air Max 95, 96, 97, Converse Weapon, uh, Adidas, Conductor, Attitude, uh, New Balance. I mean, this they were live releases So mm-hmm. you know, at the time. So it, it's hard because I think one of the things I always say is like, no one thought of the idea of a sneakerhead at that time. The idea of collecting multiple pairs of shoes, keeping the box, <laughs> what we were talking about earlier, <laughs> And having some aftermarket for them after you wore them a few times was like, it was just not possible. Not to mention, you know, you got, yeah, I've heard you talk about, you got your pair of shoes for school. Mm -hmm. You played sports, then you got your football, basketball, cross-country shoes, and that was it. And then until the next school year, you got your new pair. And so um, I think it wasn't until 2008 or so that we were in New York, and that was when the DMP pack came out. And there was a boutique, was that right? 2008-ish, nine. Um, we were, happened to be in New York, um, my wife and I, and there was a boutique, uh, I don't, they're probably not around anymore cause there really weren't a whole lot of sneaker boutiques back then, but they had split up the pack. Uh, so I was able to buy, buy the, uh, black and red pair. 
Damn, that's and cool. again, I don't think that at that time I was aware that this culture existed. Um, but then I would say probably the Reebok, the classic leather, the 30th anniversary is sort of what, if I were to determine like where and who I am now, that was it. Um, when they released that series and I, the collector bug in me kicked in where like I can have shoes. It's something I can wear, but I also have this pack. There's a defined amount of shoes to buy that makes the collection. And so that's, you know, that's sort of where I would put it. Omaha. Um, back then, um, was it just simply like walking into a store and seeing something like brand new or like was, uh, you know, commercials when hoops were on, like, yeah, I mean, it's hard to even convey or to understand now that we have the internet and we have social media and all that. I mean, for one, like for instance, being a Mets fan, we talked about that. There was no sports center. There was no internet. If I wanted to see the scores and how they did, I had to wait till the next day and look at the like, newspaper yep. and look at the box score and see how they did. Until later, sports center came alongside to hope that they let me stay up till ten o'clock, whatever. Sports center, CNN Sports, CNN SI. And watch the highlights and then go to bed. Same with the shoes. Like, you know, I've written about it. And I've talked about it. Like with the Jordans, the Jordan one was out there. Well, at the time, if you had cable, then you got two superstations, WTBS and WGN. So you got the Braves games and the Hawks games, and you got the Cubs and the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Well, it just so happened at that time, that's when Jordan was a rookie. And so we had WGN. Uh. And so, you know, you can imagine. But again, you'd have to stay up or watch right. it. just happened to be catching it. And there was... Yeah, there's this whole idea that we get, you can watch whatever game you want at whatever time. It was like whatever game was on at that time, mm-hmm. and then there might be the one game of the week for for the NBA that was on a Saturday or Sunday, but this Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, or you've got streaming, you can watch whatever. It's just totally right. So, like, you know, I talk about with the Jordans, he would debut the newest model at the slam dunk contest. So the twos, the threes, the fours. I didn't see, I didn't know. So until, and it also always happened to be around my birthday. So I always had my friends over and we'd be we'd stay up and watch the game. And what's he wearing? What? Are, oh my God. So again, back to your, you know, we we're talking about with the elephant or the cement, like what, what is that? I you can't right. see it. And then they might run during that time, a commercial that promoted it, but there were mm-hmm. no, going back to the previous conversation, there were no leaks. There were no, Mm-mm. no images, no, you know, any of that stuff. You got to see it right there on his feet, him wearing it flying through the air. So it, to me, it kind of added this, whole layer of things so yeah i mean that it was crazy and and not to mention the quality of the tvs we had to watch like you, <laughs> yeah. you weren't watching high yeah, def you were watching AD. Right. You, you, you just saw like a black you're, blob yeah, on their yeah. feet you know just like i know they're wearing shoes there weren't there weren't tunnel walks yeah you know, i mean like <laughs> the twos they get you know they don't get enough love to me but like look at it, like that doesn't have a swoosh on it what is that on the tongue there's something it's got this black band going around yeah. the bottom like what is that it's got that stuff in the back and then eventually you see it yeah and, you know, now, again, the point, you, you get to see them five, six months in advance, and there's kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. And by the time they come, you've already seen them. You're, there's no surprise element. So, yeah, right. I, mean, that, I mean, I'm dating myself, but I think there's something kind of pure about that where Man, you weren't oversaturated. It was similar uh, like that for me um, in college in a sense, too, because that was right when, like, Nice Kicks was coming about and things uh, uh, and, and sneaker blogs. But um, now, like you say, man, like you can't escape it. And it's just uh, it's in the flow of life. Mm-hmm. So you hop on social media. Of course, you follow sneaker blogs. And now it's just coming to you. It's it's the norm for like you to be in the loop of like, oh, yeah, I seen those. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 
effortlessly. No, no, besides me, none of us knew we were talking about Jay Belvins. And yeah. all three of us have seen him. Yeah, yeah. and they just, released three hours ago. Right. Yeah, we've already seen him. Right. We've already processed him. We've Able to created judgment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we made sure. up our minds. Yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um. All right, second question. I feel like every local community puts a regional touch on fashion. Uh, growing up in Brownsville, Texas, what were some footwear staples to your local community? Well, I was about to say with your previous question, like uh, I have to double that down with saying I was in Brownsville, Texas. So there wasn't like, you know, a sneaker, sneaker hip hop community mm-hmm. per se. So my my experience with that was through TV, whether it was sports or it was Yo! MTV raps, you know, especially as someone who grew up really liking and appreciating hip hop. That was it. I got 30 minutes or whatever, whatever Fat Five <laughs> Freddy was throwing on there. And no, that was true. my taste of it. Then I got to go to the record store and see if there's a single or a tape to go with it. And that's it. And so um, I, I think it's, it's again, a lot of my friends had brothers who were three or four years older. So they were sort of the guys we looked up to. And so, again, they were the ones in their sophomore or freshman year that were wearing the Jordan 1. So we all wanted to have those. Um, so it was always that sort of looking up to who the older guys were right. wearing. And that's where I remember seeing the first dunks, uh, the red and white dunks. That was our high school colors, the red and white. So like the original, try to be true to your school or whatever it was. Um, The weapon, again, in red and white. That was a shoe I actually pre-ordered from somewhere and then it didn't come through, so I never got them. So now I'm like still, you know, 40 years old, 30-something years later thinking I'd like to get those just because I didn't get to get them when I was 13 or 14 Mm. years old. so, yeah, but, I mean, the experience of it was going to the Foot Locker. I mean, you go to the mall, whatever they had on there. But, again, you might see an ad in Sports Illustrated. You might see an ad during a game, but there just there wasn't any of that. So a lot of the influence was by the older guy. But that's also a lot of tennis players. So, like, the, the Mac attack that's coming out soon yep. is something I'm excited about. Um, the Reebok, the ACT 600 or 6000. Um Another one that just somebody had, you know, that that looked good. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was it was hard because you turn around, and you look at someone who, you know, who might have grown up in New York or right. somewhere like that, that are truly in the culture. That's part of it. That are seeing people from different walks of life that are influencing them. We didn't have that, and we didn't have access to it. So that was it. It's funny. I was just watching a Fifty Cent interview, and he was talking about that. Like, well, like. Uh it's more concentrated of an entrance or a love or even an infatuation with cultures. And he was talking about hip hop in a sense, but with sneaker cultures or like, if it's not a local community, um, you gain your inspiration from hip hop and the generation above you. Um, so it's more so like you might go a little bit harder than somebody in Houston who kind of had, it wasn't New York, but you know what I'm saying? It was like, you kind of had a hip hop scene mm-hmm, with like yeah. mm-hmm. with the Ghetto Boys and you know DJ Screw and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, well, it's funny you said because I I look at pictures from our senior year high school tournament. It was in Houston, and I'm wearing a, an X hat like Spike Lee. Nice. And I'm thinking, like, you know, but I mean, I had already read in like eighth or ninth grade. I chose to read the the biography, the autobiography of Malcolm X and stuff like that. So I was already. But again, that leads back to hip hop mm-hmm. of seeing Public Enemy, of seeing Brand Nubian, and you know people like that that led me in that direction. That you know, for better for worse, I I like to think it's for better that I no, for sure. that I reached out to you know learn more than what I already was experiencing. Right. While these kids were rocking Vader, Raiders gear, back yeah, when I was in middle school and high school because they wanted like oh NWA. God, yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need to rock Raiders. Raiders <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. 
Fan Five. Yep. UNLV, like Georgetown. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I knew about Georgetown, and I didn't even like yeah. college basketball when I was a kid. I was like, right. I got to get these Georgetowns. Give me that hat. You know, yep. yeah. Things. No, the Terminator High. I mean, that's why I keep mm-hmm. waiting for y'all to get that Georgetown version because I, to me, that's the only one that exists is that Patrick <laughs> Ewing Terminator <laughs> High and the Hoyas color. But they this keep. This like a boxing like, boots on him, man. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> they just keep spitting out these like non standard colorways. Like, okay, can we just get Ooh. to the meat of it, please? I, yeah, but, you guys yeah. said y'all gonna do to be true what's up with that mm-hmm. all right uh you're one of my buddies who dabbles in other brands on a consistent basis what was your first taste outside of the swoosh that left a long-term impression on your style well i have to go back to reebok not like because yep. i'm draped in it here but i Let's think say, that, yeah you're repping the brand <laughs> i think that it's i don't want to say it's become a punchline but it doesn't you had to have been there when they were at their peak mm-hmm. to understand how big the brand was. Oh, man. To where Nike was playing catch-up with them. Yeah. Um, you know, Sneaker Freaker did a great book a while back, and it was sort of about that time period. And it was in the 90s when Stephen Smith, who people know from New Balance and the the dad shoes, and now he's worked with Yeezys and all right. that stuff. But he and a bunch of guys were part of the, uh, it was the rack. It was a Reebok Advanced Concepts, I think it was called. And it was just this, kind of band of misfit toys where they were in this area. They literally were like in an area where the bosses didn't have key card access to get to it. And they were just coming up with crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were, they had one of those, like, it's almost like the black ops government budget where nobody <laughs> knows where this money's going. Mm-hmm. And out of that came the ERS. And then out of that came Hexalite. And out of that came the pump and the Insta pump fury and all these things. They were just innovating at that time. And I don't, now it's just become this sort of watered down. And, you know, like I said, I mean, you might see some kids. I've seen a lot of younger kids run around in club seas and stuff like that. But, you know, to me at that time, and I remember far back enough to my mom and my younger sisters wearing the the workout. Sh- yep. Yep. High tops with the straps. And it, the leather was like a glove leather. It was just amazing Soft. stuff that was so good. And then the, the classic leather. And so. You know, I think again back when I started getting back into sneakers, or I should say when I when I realized, I almost like say like I didn't, I don't think I got back into it, and as much as I realized there were other weirdos like me, I just you know, especially at my age or whatever, I, I didn't know it was a thing. I'd always loved sneakers, I'd always liked them, I always have to go look at the Foot Locker and see them, but I didn't realize it'd become a thing. But it was kind of something I gravitated back towards, and between the 30th anniversary collecting it and all that, so yeah, I mean, I would definitely have to say that. That's the one that kind of set me off on that. Um, and through that, then I started looking at, again, I think in current sneaker culture, I look at if I go to a show or whatever I do, everybody's wearing the same thing. Yep. And from my perspective, it's always about how do you stand out? Correct. How do you look different? And I understand when you're younger, you kind of want to have what everybody else does. But I'm just saying, you know, I think about any time I come in the shop, I'm not going to be wearing what probably anybody else right. in there is going to be wearing. And it's sort of by design, but it's also just I'm going to wear what I like and not what everybody else is like. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's weird that that sort of and that, I guess that's what led me to looking at Saucony and New Balance and all those other brands that were just not. I mean, I'm always going to have a, the Nikes just is what it is. Like I said, the Air Max one, Jordan one, two, three, four, Air Max 95, 97, 96. I mean, those are always going to be something because I had them or I wanted right. them. But. I just, I don't want to look and like everybody else. Well, like we talked about last week, Junior, I think um, the cheat code is adopting a brand that isn't Nike or Jordan and like really 
being genuine in it, and, and they'll come. Yeah, you're, you're a testament to that. Like, yeah, they'll. Uh, no, I mean, that's, that's, I, you know, I did that episode uh, for the sneak peek and talked all about Reebok. And before I knew it, Reebok reached out, someone reached out and said, Hey, yeah. we'd like what you did. We'd love to send you some stuff. And that still exists to this day. So I just get random boxes kind of out of nowhere of Reebok stuff. And it's cool. It's great. Did, did you do, Bo- did you celebrate Boktober last year or did you not do it? I don't know if I did it last year. I've done it several years. Actually, the, the big one was the hundred days of October and I don't know of, Reebok. Reebok. I don't know what drove me to. Actually, I do know he's sitting because right there. The hundred days of, um, and it was a chore. I mean, not that I don't have enough shoes. It was just keeping up with what I wore and and yeah. what I mean. I right at some point, you just like oh my three God. months of it. My, uh, my 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 predecessors were um, this guy right here with October, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. um, Greg with his hundred days of Air Force Ones. But like just seeing Greg like trying to tackle that on a daily basis like made me want to like. All right, let me dedicate thirty to forty-five minutes of the night before to like actually pick it out. Yeah, write my little uh, paragraph about where I got it from and my story of how I copped it, and uh, it's not so bad. But man, just the discipline, like right, yeah, trying to do something new for like uh, you know what I'm saying. You're you're on that last. Well, week not only like, that, oh. but I'm picking up new stuff all throughout. So I've got three months worth of new pickups that are just right. sitting there, <laughs> and, and I'm too much of a purist that I can't. Just take the picture and be done and wear whatever. I'm no. gonna I'm gonna do it that day. But yeah, and and also in the middle of that's my my dad passed away, so I was like I've kind of missed a little bit of time in there. And so when I go back, it's like this gap right there. I'm like, but I kept going through it. You yeah, know, yeah, I kept doing sure. it. So it, got, got to debut it those fun. shoes, man. I know how that goes. All right, uh, we jokingly call you a superstar in our circle because of your social media <laughs> presence, <great> Mark, <laughs> and the product you regularly get seeded. Give us the history of how your online presence started and how you've maintained those relationships with the brands. So I, again, going back to, you know, being a probably at the time, late thirties, early forties, something, not having any type of connection. Instagram was kind of a, a natural avenue for me to do that and to connect with other people. Um, any other way you and I got to know and Greg was through Twitter that uh, it was the, Ronnie Feig, New Balance, Salmon Souls mm-hmm. that were releasing and, and Nice Kicks uh, tweeted out about them and I asked a question about whether it was in-store or what the release was. And so Matt Halfhill, who I've coincidentally got to be good friends with through the years and developed right. a good relationship. Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Matt. Um, Come on the Fresh Out the Box podcast. <laughs> I don't know why he sent me so Sent me a DM and said, Hey, we got you, you know, just talk to Greg, the manager, go in the shop. And so again, you know, previous to this, I'm going to make this long, but I, it's, there's a lot involved previous to this. As I started to get back into sneakers, I started finding out about these morning releases and they were Saturday mornings. And so, you know, I'd go to, um, Barton Creek mall at whatever, what, seven o'clock in the morning. So you get there at six 30, six 45, stand in line. The first couple of releases I did, I think were the cab fours, uh, and, the it was a 11 lows with the red bottom. I don't know mm-hmm. what they were called. Wasn't really, really interested because I also started to find out about resale and like, okay, if I can grab these, I can flip them and get what I want. So I remember the, the breaking point for me was standing in line and dude smoking weed behind me and this, the smells <laughs> coming over this kid behind me is like wired. And I was like, what do you do? He's like, well, I stayed up all night playing video games and I'm here now. I haven't slept. <laughs> going, okay. Meanwhile, my wife is calling her text me going, when are you going to be home? 
the kids are hungry. Are you going to pick up breakfast tacos? <laughs> I'm like, this isn't for me, man. <laughs> so, so fast forward to that, then, you know, Matt saying, hey, you know, we got you come in. And so, yeah, that's when I started coming in the shop. And that was probably uh, 2012 where y'all hadn't mm-hmm. been open that long or whatever. And so, you know, I started coming in the shop and then I just started making connections with you guys. And it was like, okay, I finally, because at my age and in my line of work or whatever, I, there's not a lot of people that are in their 30s or 40s at that time, especially right. that were, that knew what I was talking about, had this sickness or whatever you want to call it, they could do it. And so to find people that were like-minded and could have these conversations and, you know, through the process and, you know, you guys have talked about it too before with the younger generations or whatever is like teach. And I was never, I was older than everybody else, but I was completely willing to say, I don't, I don't know. I know what I know, but I, I don't, there's a gap in this history that I don't know about and there's shoes that I don't know about, but I also have, something to bring the conversation because of my experiences. So I think that's where we all established sort of this rapport. And so at some point it got to be where, um, you guys, you know, we all connected and for a while there, you know, the, whatever releases were coming out, I was pretty much, I was good to go. And so in that process, I realized that Instagram was a good way to connect with like-minded people. And so that's where I started to start to post my shoes. And it basically became like a daily diary of what I was wearing uh, and at the time, hashtags kind of meant something. So you could post <laughs> something and, you know, then get featured on Complex or Nice Kicks. Mm-hmm. And I did because I was, t- you know, being from a design background, I could take a half decent picture compared to a lot of people and post it. And and I was getting things that were not the norm. So it helped, too, that I was adding variety because I was adding runners and whatever else. And so um, through that process, I built up. So I built up a following of probably 2,000 followers or so, which was pretty decent. Yeah, that was yeah. slowly just purely through connecting back at the time. There weren't the bots. There weren't the Instagram hoes or, you know, yeah. people trying to sell you, <laughs> trying to sell you replicas or want to send you pictures or their whatever's. Yeah. And so, you know, it was truly genuine. And, and also it was about pictures. That's what I liked about it. I didn't want to read your freaking caption. I didn't want to hear your story about it. I didn't want to just sweet. show a picture, write a quick caption of what it was and throw a bunch 50 or however many hashtags it would allow you and let it rip. Mm-hmm. And so through that process, uh, you know, like I said, I built up a follower. Well then fast forward, I'm in the shop and, you know, granted I've, I've talked about it before, but by this time I've got one and then two daughters and I started bringing them in there yeah. and we'd come and hang out and, and you guys talked about it the way kicking it is now is it was, I didn't buy everything every weekend. I came in there. Sometimes it was just, I was giving my wife a break and we were getting out of the house uh-huh. and we wanted to just go hang out. So we we're going to go, the red shoe store, right? Yep. The girls. And they'd come out and they'd run around just like the dogs are in and around the the racks of clothes. And we'd just sit there and talk. And I remember like Drew, when he was there, I mean, we yep. had some really good conversations and he'd teach me stuff. And um, and then that one day, George Keel was in there. Um, and you guys, I guess at the time, he was switching focus from athletes and superstars to just regular people in their yep. collections. And you guys said, hey, you should talk to Mr. Dempsey. I said, what? <laughs> sneak peek you want to do a sneak peek i was like sure <laughs> what's that i don't know because <laughs> i never again I, di- I didn't give a shit about watching nba superstars or whoever yeah. that had right. millions of dollars to of course you're going to have a great collection money's no object to you you don't have any your objective is to have what nobody else has and not have any style or anything and so um we, george and i exchanged numbers and i didn't think anything of it and then within like I don't know, a month or two, we he's like, it's time. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we'll be next week. I said, okay. <laughs> so 
you know, he comes and then I thought it was going to take weeks or months before they cut it, like a week or something later, they posted it. And so my followers went from 2000, same day I had to turn off alerts because it was just, it was crazy. 2000 to 5,000, 10,000, like almost 15,000 like that. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so then again, now you're the pretty girl in the room and, you know, brands start reaching out and people want to send me their sneaker cleaners and their socks and their whatever else. And so, yeah, so it was, and through that process, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to not only maintain and built those relationships with everybody, but also connected with brands. So I talked to people who are executives at brands, who are designers at brands, all those type of things. And it's, it's cool. It gives me a whole different perspective oh. on things. It's a very long winded answer, but it's, it's not an easy one, I guess. If you are what you say, <laughs> you are a superstar. <laughs> I'm greeted by that about <laughs> one every three times I come in the shop. Man, that's awesome, dude. Like that's a uh, totally organic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like uh, like we said uh in our pre uh, podcast uh meeting like it uh it it was a breath of fresh air, honestly, man. Like it was so you were so used to seeing like hype, 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 hype. Need these, need these. These are so cool to have somebody who like, "No, this is my lane. I decided to run it like this." And I mean, I get it that I'm also older. So I, I'm at that advantage where I don't really give a shit whether you like mm -hmm. it or not. All, I only have to like it. Even my wife and daughters may not like it, but if I like it, I'm going to wear it and I don't care. And so I understand there's the peer pressure and there's younger kids, they don't get it. But yeah, it, it's, it yeah, makes to, it a little more free. To, to, to all my uh, StockX babies and grasshoppers, um, as you get older, you should not give a fuck about what anybody <laughs> else thinks. I know it's hard when you're in school. And you, you're surrounded by your peers, and uh, you want to be cool and accepted. But, like, the cheat code to life is not giving a fuck. I've sat there, so I've, I've sat there with nephews, with sons of my friends, friends of my kids, and held out and laid out, like, eight, ten pairs saying, you can have these. You, like, I don't, like, whatever you want, Reebok, Saucony. Oh, no, I can't wear those. <laughs> you can't wear them or you won't wear them. I'm offering you free shoes that were probably right. given to me for free. Take them, Crazy. wear them, do whatever you want. I, I, I'd i never wear those. Why? Because you want those Dunks over there. You want those Travis Scotts over there. But I'm offering you these. But I don't know. It's a person. I, what I understand, they're going to think They're going to get older and be like, yeah. man, how foolish of a decision <laughs> yeah. was that, man? But when I they said, I can't wear those. Like, you can't or you won't. There's a difference between the two. Damn kids. I'm telling you, kids, that's a cheat code. Yep. Uh, up, down, back, select, start. <laughs> life right there, man. All right. Um, like Kenny, I've had the privilege to see you in your role as Papa Bear and uh, and have gotten to know your kids. Shout out VNG. Um, what's been the most memorable pair of kicks you've copped for uh, Vivia, Miss Georgia? Um, funny enough, it's probably been the Jordan ones for both of them. Yeah. Um, Georgia wanted the black and red patent leather. Um, and so she got those and she wears the hell out of them. Um, she still wears them to this day. I think they still fit her. And I remember she wore them to school and some of the boys and other kids were kind of making fun of her that like they had a laminate on them or whatever. I was like, and she, she that's broke hate. through it. I know exactly. Yeah, that's hate. I was like, why don't you ask them why they don't have them or whatever? And so, <laughs> and then, yeah. So then Vivi also, uh, we went to the HT basketball game and you guys did the raffle 
and she actually hit on the raffle. Nice. And I let her go up there and talk to Greg and came back. She's like, what are you getting? And she said, I'm getting the, the lost and found ones. I said, oh. okay, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably, I mean, you know, a day-to-day basis, they, they wear Ultra Boosts or whatever that are comfortable and they get dirty as shit because they always pick the white ones. But, yep. yeah, I mean, I have to, like, there's just that personal connection to that being the shoe for me and now be able to get them for oh. them. But, again, I also am not of the, I'm going to get them every pair, every different size, whatever. I'm very practical practical about this is your shoe for you the know, school that, or whatever. That's weird, man. Like, um, with Kenan and his kids, and, you know, if it's like, dude, my pop owns a sneaker shop. Yeah. Like, me personally, and this is just me coming from a, as a sneaker enthusiast, I'll be like, I'm getting everything. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. none of y'all's kids are like that. Yours, Dr. G's, like, they're all just like, mm, I like these. You know what I'm saying? Occasionally, I like these. I mean, I've also got girls, both two girls, so that may play part of it. I'm, in, I'm, I'm intrigued to see uh, what happens. Uh, is is V in high school already? Yeah, she's a freshman. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope that like eventually she'll be like. <laughs> Time I mean, between the cleats for lacrosse and, you know, whatever. And now we're going to start golf hopefully here soon. I mean, that stuff Ooh, adds up to where. Shoes, man. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or retro sixes. Or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. Or Oreo retro sixes right. golf cleats. Yeah. All right. Uh, through your support of secondary sneaker brands, um, you can't help but to know the culture being heavy on collaborations these days. Um, across all sneaker brands, do you feel like it's done too much? Or is it a good, like, flow of uh, collaborations as opposed to, like, GRs and just, like, a nice colorway coming out? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's interesting. Just uh, It's always interesting what um, what brands, models, deci- uh, models, brands decide to bring back um, and then who they decide to partner with. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's... I mean, overall, I feel like there's too much. I mean, I think that's the short answer. There's just, there's too much. Everybody feels like, you know, you're going to do it. You got to collab. But I also think it's interesting as brands branch out, like you guys have talked about before of, you know, who is the next Yeezy? Who is the next blank? Um, Like one I think of is with, with Saucony, with the J tips. I mean, those, that Azura 2000, I mean, that, that's cool. That's out there. It's not going to be for everybody, but I love, you know, or like we talked about earlier, the Joe Fresh goods. I mean, I love seeing that come about where you're giving someone a voice and, you know, a, a, a chance to present their vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, you know, I mean, I watched with, with Reebok. I mean, they had Kendrick Lamar for a minute. Kendrick wouldn't give a shit about Reebok at the time. <laughs> and it was it was the entree to get to to where he loved Cortez. He wanted to wear Nike. Yeah. And so, you know, it was like, and basically I think when his contract came up, it was like, let him go. This is where he wants to be anyway. And they keep signing people. I mean, they got Victoria Beckham. They got, I don't know. I can't even keep up with the people it's they tough, keep signing. Man. Like who, who is this? You're, 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 you're already a kind of a second tier brand at this point mm-hmm. or if, at that. And you're choosing third or fourth rate people to support you, you know, but at the same time you think about like Pharrell, Pharrell's great, but does his stuff really sell that well? I mean, it did he, initially out the gate. Yeah. But, but when you now just it's, it's cookie cutter, it's weird. Like I feel like uh, the sneaker community shifts every five years. Mm. So if you think back to the boost, uh, boost demic, 
Uh, <laughs> back in yeah. 2011, where everybody, you know, swore, you know, Ultra Boost, man. I, I wear Ultra Boost now, man. They're so comfortable, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm a Boost head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't find any of you jokers anymore. But um, you think back to that, and when he came out with the uh, Human Race slip-ons, like, he had about a five-year run. Yeah. He could do no wrong with Adidas. But, the, but they also hitched his wagon to Boost technology. Yeah. So now that boost technology is kind of like an everyday part of like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the sneaker community, it's nothing really like wow factor with like an NMD or an ultra boost. Um, he's kind of gotten cold, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, Adidas in general did. I mean, after right. the ultra boost and the NMD, they didn't really, I want to say innovate because it was already innovative, but they didn't really evolve. I mean, you had that, you had a 10-year run with uh, Kanye though, you know? Yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to fill that, uh, yeah, Grand Canyon s hole, yeah, from from an influencer point of view. So it's yeah, it's, I, I don't know. know. I mean, it, it definitely. The short answer again is there's just too much. There's too many collabs. Like, and I and I think it's interesting when brands like Saucony maybe reach out to lesser known collaborators. Who, yeah, you know who can tell a story. And I I think Saucony in general, having talked to and known a lot of people, they kind of looked at and accepted their place in the pecking order and said, you know, we're not going to do whatever we, we can't keep up no. with those guys. Let's just do our own thing. Let's do it. And yeah, I think people don't understand. Again, like I said, earlier, I have, I get to talk to people within the industry that they, you, you imagine this huge conglomerate, this big, and then a lot of times there's not that many people involved. Man, you know, I feel like it's a one or two things when it comes to these brands, it's um, finding that young, cool, creative that's gonna give you a new life and riding him or her to to success or and Reebok if you guys want a chunky boy uh a check <laughs> or you want to send some uh some merch to fresh out the box podcast to me and junior true more information like this can come your way um dude you gotta embrace people like pd and you know what I'm saying the cult following that you guys have for Reebok, like mm-hmm. start with them and then build, grow out. Stop trying to appease like and, and be cool. Like let's let's take care of home first. You know, wow. like 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 I like I say to our politicians here in the United States, let's take care of home first yeah. before we push <laughs> out to the rest of the world, man. Like mm-hmm. or let's find let's let's focus on what we have more in common than what no, we don't. for sure, yeah. man. I feel like with Reebok, uh, and this is just my personal opinion from, you know, a retailer is like they don't have an identity. So but and they're trying to adopt the identity of a Nike, of an Adidas. And it's just like, that's not y'all. Like y- y'all are in a totally different place right now. I feel like y'all are like lost, mm-hmm. like as opposed to picking this man's brain yep. or uh What's, what's, I, what's I, my I, man's name in Dallas? Uh, I don't want to get his name wrong, but I follow him. Um, Fool. Oh, Fool Manchu. Yeah, yeah, Fool Manchu. Lawrence. Yeah, what's up, yeah. Lawrence? Um, dude, like, these people genuinely care about your brand, man. Like, You got storage lockers full of your right, product, man. and you're blowing them off. Because it's no different than when Nike yeah. would, uh, you know, go to Sean Witherspoon, and yeah. he, he kind of served as a, like, archivist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, like, start with them, man. Yeah, I, I give Reebok a little bit of leeway just because they're going from that transition, under, getting underneath the Reebok umbrella, and I figure you know new products, a new direction. It takes some time right. to change. I mean, you got to think about with that's a move like that. You have to 
you got to think about where you produce things, your sales channels, your distributors, and they've uh -huh. been changing all of that. And so I, I'm giving them some time to sort of figure it takes about a year to really get that going. And it's been a little over a year now. So, but yeah, like to your point earlier, like Avia, we talked about that the other day. I mean, what they, they've been bringing back some models and I, for one, I can't even tell which of the, there's like, there's Avia's back, Avia Legacy, Avia Arc. I can't even tell which one is the official thing. And I don't even know if it's associated with the original brand. I think I, from what I understand, there's some guys who kind of been doing it, but they recently brought back a few pairs. So they released the, uh, I think it was the 850 and it was in the $100, $110 range uh, available on their site and also on Dr. J's. And for the most part, you can find a discount code and get around $100 or so. That's right. a very, you're talking about a niche within a niche. You're talking about third tier brand that certain people really, really? Around, my, yeah, around my age are going to remember. Um, and so then for your, for your next act, you're going to bring out to, to uh, an exclusive colorway of one of those models and then a brand new model and limit them to 500 and a thousand pairs with a handwritten card and charge 75 to a hundred percent more than what you were charging before. I mean, good luck with that. Not only that, but in the process, you haven't reached out to any, again, to your point, maybe not me, but there's uh, several other guys I've talked to Ray and others that know and like the brand we're excited about it you haven't made any effort like we're we're your best ambassadors we're your guys that you should talk right. to and you're just ignoring us because you're going to send it to some youtube influencer or well, don't i didn't mean to point, you point at i didn't me. mean to point at you <laughs> first of all thank <laughs> you maybe, thank maybe, you for calling me a YouTube maybe I influencer. Did. but i'm just saying like that that just seems to be like the brands they that's what they yeah. focus on and i saw reebok doing it for a while I remember sending it to i think they sent like an instapump fury or something to some uh, and not because she's a girl, but she was just was not a sneaker person. She's like, uh, yeah, these are pretty cool. Like, <laughs> shout out to the designer. I mean, they're like pretty cool. I could like wear them like to the gym. It's Steven Smith. Like, this is his uh, shoe. If you don't, right. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just those are the type of things that I see out there that I just go, okay, whatever. But I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't fight it. What yeah. am I gonna do? Yeah, man. See, ay, ay, ay. Um, you're a five-star superstar recruit. Uh oh, signing to one of the secondary sneaker brands based on their current state in the culture and forecasting what you think they're going to do uh, in the future. Who do you sign with and why? Man, I'm gonna piss off some friends depending on how I answer this. Yeah, because uh, be do they buddy. think they're second tier? Follow I mean, I'd have to say so. Like when George came second for the the. Uh, the sneak peek. I had a lot of New Balances, and at the time, New Balances kind of on their uh -huh. wave up, and then after that, they take a nosedive. Yep. Recently, yep. they've they've come up, which yeah. you know, fortunately, maybe if kicking it had a better sales rep, we'd see more pairs. Oof. But um, we don't. I mean, true? I don't think there's any models on. So it, it sucks because, um, and it's funny because I showed a lot of Reeboks, but then when he asked me the question of who I could do a collab with, I think I said New Balance and Nice Kicks at the time. And so I'd almost have to come full circle to that to say uh, probably New Balance just because I like the direction they're going. I think between Teddy Santos and everything that he's done. Yep. Um, Salehi. Salehi. Ooh, I mean, Joe Freshgoods. You know, every it's just they've uh, – uh, those are perfect examples of what we talked about before. Of yep. Just, you know, people who maybe you didn't even know about now, but you know about them now. Mm -hmm. They're making noise and they're making moves and they're doing things that are out of the norm and it's succeeding. So – 
Teddy and ALD is very reminiscent of uh, Ronnie and uh, ASICs. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he basically when, taught him the ropes. Right, I mean, you know Ronnie what I'm taught him how he's, to do he's it. A, he's, he's a Ronnie out disciple. But he's outdoing yeah, no, him. For sure, man. Yeah. Like, it's, um, they have, like you said, I feel like back uh, when we were at the old shop, um, they were pushing quality. Yeah. So, but, but you had like $250, $275 models. And that's, yeah. that's not going to get you the look of the masses. But more of like a, a cult following, a subculture within a culture. Um, then they took a nosedive. Now I feel like uh, they're doing a good job of mixing uh, materials they use and making it a little bit more affordable and hitching that wagon to creatives. Yeah. And the 2002R and some of those others that aren't Man. even US made, but they're almost as good that, that yeah. they've sort of filled that middle of the range spot. So you're, talk, you're not talking about your 574s two for $80 finish line, you've now got slotted in at this, what, $150, yeah, $160? $140 Yeah, in between right the, the $200 spot. made in USA. And so they've, they've filled that spot with, you know, if you, if you didn't tell me, I'd think this is made there. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think they have. And it's funny you bring it up because, like, that's a good silhouette where um, they have a lot of good general release colorways. Not everything is a collab. Yeah, but when they do a collab, like it's it's special. Like they kind of boost up the materials, but it's still like one sixty, one eighty at the most. So, yeah. So, and again, no idea why you can't have those at kicking it, but that's, yeah, that's above my pay grade. Mm, yeah, it's, it's but also, I me. mean, uh, the the second answer would probably be either Saucony or Reebok. Saucony, on the one hand, has great salespeople, and you got guys like Coop and Topher yep. who are coming in there, bringing you models, showing you what's coming, doing that. Versus Reebok, who basically said, ah, we're not opening new accounts, right? And I got, yeah. oh, yeah, because you're really killing it out there. You should probably <laughs> slow down. You might run out right. of product because you're really killing it. So I, I just, I don't get it. It's the frustrating part of things where I'm just like, I don't know. I don't it's, know what else. It's weird, man. All right. Uh, what would you say is the rarest pair you have in your collection? And how did you acquire that pair? Ooh. I don't really know, honestly, because I don't, I mean, I think I've got, a couple pairs that are like stamp sample, but they're not really that. It's just not really something that I guess I focus on. I don't, I mean, I don't know. There, there's pairs that people beg me all the time to try and buy, especially from the, the Reebok classic leather. Uh -huh. But yet I go look on StockX or eBay and they're not really going for that much. Um, I don't know. I, I just, there's, it's not really something I guess that I'm focused on to, like, to really know. I like and I think, answer. I think back there's a few. You guys have talked about resellers and resell and resale, um, like the the uh, the chunky dunks. The, oh, the chunky ben dunks! Jerry yeah. hit on those on sneakers. Damn, for a hundred and eight dollars <laughs> ship. Sold them a few months later for sixteen hundred dollars. Had it. The, that was uh, a crazy time. The man. Carolina blue off white Jordan ones, same thing. Hit on them on sneakers. Turn around, sold them for what twelve thirteen hundred dollars a few months Damn. later. I mean. Those are kind of so uh, we haven't really touched on resale and retail, but I mean to me that you know there's one wouldn't exist without the other. I no, guess for sure. you know it's, there's it's, no one out there willing to pay that price, and so I have a hard time criticizing too much because I'm the first person hoping for that high price on the sell side. If I find something, mm -hmm. if I come up on something on, and there's nothing wrong up. with that, man. Like sometimes morally, like you know, like I would have never probably kept those GGs if I had won. But I would have used them as trade bait. Mm -hmm. There's some people who who look down upon that. And it's like, come on, man, you really don't want the shoe. But it's like, screw you, dude. Like I'm, 
I'm paying for it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. they gave them to me and like I'm trading them. And you're like, oh man, it's, that that pair could have went to somebody who who really thinks uh Mamba is the goat. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's just like, yeah, it's, it's and like honestly, like we're all from working class where it's like, I like something's going for twelve hundred and I paid a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Who is it making that flip? It. All over it. Yep. Sorry. Come on now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um all right. Um, you're an investor predicting the next sneaker brand to take a step forward culturally. Who would you put your money on to become prevalent in the sneaker community in the next five years? Mm. Wow. And it's, so, just a little bit of uh, BTS behind this question. Uh, PD is the one who put me on Ultra Boost mm. back in 2013. 14? Yeah, whenever, whenever yeah, that whenever they came out with the, the first two colorways. Yeah. Before Kanye wore the all whites and Before jumped in the air and they blew up. Yep. Um, <laughs> he put me on those. He's somebody who I've seen wear Solomon, Hoka. Before Rihanna did. On Cloud. Um, so that's I feel like this is a tailor-made question mm. for him. Mm. Remember when I asked you and Greg about the NMDs and both of you are like, what? Yep. What? I was like, the NMDs, there's this pair coming out. I don't know. Um it's funny you said because like Solomon's one that I've been wearing a lot of lately, and I was I was a little late to the party, but still, and I love them just because I'm so much more about comfort these days. Yep. Yes, sir. But I also, it's interesting because I think about like the shoes that uh, I wore as a kid that are now popular, and I'm always curious, like as I see the Big Bangs come back or the <laughs> the South Beaches, uh-huh. you know, what shoes right now, and I don't see any are going to be the ones that our kids are going to be buying. Like, oh, my God, I got to have those LeBron 9s. I got to have the Kobe's, whatever. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I have – I feel like I keep coming back to Saucony just because I feel like they are just kind of doing their own thing. I mean, I think there's a small brand like Saucony that I think is is connecting with creators like J-Tips and others that are – just they're just kind of saying I don't care I'm not going to try and keep up because that was what right. it was like for so long it's like well they signed this celebrity so we got we got to find our own celebrity so now you know it's someone I think it was Sh- uh, Shoe Game that they commented the other day about Hoka and on running on on cloud did you yeah, see that post about you. why is this and I'm like just because it's comfort I was like you not only that but I feel like those brands are in places that that a lot of us don't frequent. Places that For are sure. not shoe boutiques, but like there's the uh, one of those places in the, the free people movement that's in the domain that sells workout clothes and that type of stuff. Well, off to the side, they've got a wall and it's got Hoka stuff all up and down there. I'm like, so these are people that aren't going I to the shoe. I think it's a matter of time, man. Yeah. Is there one um, fashionable collaboration away yep. yeah. from though That's the big three for me. Hoka, Solomon. And on cloud. Oh yeah. On cloud, I feel like it's a little bit more complacent and their place in the market where it's just like Well, they don't need to change though. No, they don't necessarily need to change, but like if Ronnie touches one of those oh, three dude, if that happens Merrill's probably the other one that's out there that's kinda yeah, bubbling. Yeah, I, I don't a see bit. them a lot, but I, I But yeah. I think I've started yeah. But yeah, Hoka I mean like Hoka, I remember when they came out, they looked like they had the bodega collaboration. Yeah. But they look like some type of orthopedic shoe and they everybody, do. everybody laughing at them. And now every brand from Asics to Mizuno to Saucony, yep. they all look just like mm-hmm. that. Whether they're as good or not, somebody's Correct. debating that with me online. But, you know, so that's like they're, they're, they are 
they kind of stuck with their thing and they're establishing a style. So, At first, yeah. when I saw Hulk, I instantly thought sketch and shape up. Yeah, no, yeah, you know you're right. Saying? Yeah, that rocker that. thing. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see one of those, and it's just one of those when it crosses over. But like for me, going to middle school and high school in the area where I live, that's all you see, man. Is on cloud and oh yeah, and Hoka. That's what all the parents are wearing. Everybody. Every, oh yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a. It, it kind of boils down to um, a two Americas type of thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like you go to Westlake, you're gonna yeah. see uh, on cloud Hoka, and then you go to LBJ, and you're gonna see more <laughs> of the traditional <laughs> Jordan right, forces. Yeah, Jordan. But forces. I mean, think about for you guys where you all are in the domain. I mean, I think that was in talking to y'all. That's one of the things y'all probably. It was like an unexpected benefit of, you know, you've got this whole other audience that's coming oh. through here from Monday through Thursday mm-hmm. during the day or in the afternoon that are, they're not your typical. The kill shot OG. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. kill shot OG, man. Like, what, I mean, you know? we've talked about the Saturday yeah. release. You're going to sell out Saturday, gonna Sunday. Happen, it's going to happen. But who are the people coming in there Monday right. through Friday that are, you know, just want a cool. And that's where I think that's where all the models of the. The kill shot, or even yep. just Air Max ones, nineties. All day long. That the sneakerhead goes, "What is that?" That somebody who doesn't go, like, "That's pretty cool. I like those right. colors. Oh, one, I like. I remember this as a kid, or I, yep, you know, yep. whatever." One else. model that comes to mind, man, and uh, that group alone has kept that sh- shoe like uh, us constantly restocking it. Is the um, Air Max two seventy, just all Dude, white and black yeah. and white, man. It's a solid Pride shoe. and true. We've restocked. We restocked that maybe four or five times a year, man. Yeah. And we bring in other, you know, lavenders and oranges mm-hmm. and gradient fades and shit like that. None of them do as well as that all white and that black and white, man. Well, you just you talked about the two side two sides of America. Yeah. You know, there's a whole thing about Adidas, right? Losing money, but they just had their report this week about how they're doing and their stock has gone up. You know, everyone's saying like Adidas is failing because of Kanye and Yeezy, but their stock is almost twenty dollars more. Ooh. And people are saying, like, this shows you that the sneakerhead community thinks they're probably I, don't, I would love to know. Are we like a quarter of what Adidas and Nike make? Whereas whereas, you know, like what, yes, like the monarch, are, right? Like, look at the monarch. That's like the that, isn't that the most. Yeah. The, what is that? We talked about the, that the, weeks the ago. most uh, soul like sneaker of all time. Yeah. The monarch. Right. And I mean, but look at the demographic that they exit. And like in that situation with Adidas, um, it's some people who Nike alienated. With the whole Colin Kaepernick campaign. You're right. And where did they go? Adidas. They went to the Germans. Now, you know, for every, you know, person that comes in on for the other side of America that we talk about. Sure. Um, and, and shops with us. Um, I've seen families, you know, kind of nudge their kid back over to Adidas when they were looking at Nike. So it's, sure. it's just You're, I mean, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, they'll they'll throw down $60, $80 every day for a shoe, right? For sure, uh, man. I mean, you cross that hundred, like, yeah, we're not doing that. For sure. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, next question. Um, oh, okay, this is our last one. Oh, already? Yep. Oh, uh, here Have we a go. little fun. You're the biggest New York Mets fan I know. True that. How does a kid from Brownsville, Texas, become a Mets fan? And give us your top five Mets players of all time. Ooh, that's good. That's a good question. So, at the time, the Astros and the Rangers both kind of sucked. Whoa, whoa. We'll take it back to 1984. Oh. The New York Mets have a kid who came through, Daryl Strawberry, in 1983, Rookie of the Year. 84, they've got phenom. this young kid. <laughs> phenom. Doc Two Gooden. phenoms. Dude, those... Yeah. Um, so, my sister, uh, older sister, who I'm really close with, 
uh, was dating a guy from New York, from Long Island. And he was a baseball player, college baseball player, and he was also a Mets fan. And so it was just a lot of everything. I mean, like they had these two cool young players, yeah. this up-and-coming team. They'd gotten Keith Hernandez. They were Keith about to get a, Gary Carter. I was about to ask, was, when was Gary Carter? Carter was, yeah, he was right after that. Okay, um, so like 86, 87? Yeah. No, because they won 86. They already had him. So it was 84, 85. Okay, okay. Blue Jays, Gary yeah. Carter? What's no. That? Expos. Um. No, wait. Was that Gary Carter? What? No, no, no. Home run for the Blue Jays. No, Expo, the he's catcher. Montreal Expos. So we're talking Gary about Carter. catcher Gary yeah. Carter. Oh, okay. The other, yeah. Yeah. It's the other okay. Carter. Um, oh God, home run. Oh, you're talking about Joe Carter. Joe, Joe Carter, Carter. Yeah. hit the home run versus yeah, the Braves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Joe Carter. So uh, again, and I think I, I remember. I think my dad got me like some type of book, sort of about baseball. And one of the things was to keep the box scores. So I kept up with that. And again, going back to the unit, the uh, looking in the newspaper with the scores. So 84, 85, they do really well. 86, they win the whole thing in this crazy fashion. Beat the Astros, sorry. but uh, <laughs> And then the Red Sox. And so I'm like, this is awesome. I mean, they, I've chosen a good team. We'll fast forward to, <laughs> you know, however many years later now. And they've been to two more World Series since then and haven't won it. So um, they get swept by the Yankees? <clears throat> uh, and I. I don't in remember. 2000, I don't remember. I think I want to say they maybe Gabe won one, right? but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Gabe would know. But whatever. Oh, yeah, that's a Yankees fan. 27 rings. Like yeah, you were you were alive for like three of. Them, I was about to so say whatever. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's the like other Cowboys ones, fans, they played, right? They were all white players back then, so we we're going to tackle yeah. that issue if you yeah, want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, they only played against. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was it, and so I just you know like I said, and now with the advent of MLB TV whatever else I can watch and listen to every game, suffer through it. Like I did earlier today. <laughs> um, but it's fun. I, do, I just, I don't follow any other major sports. NBA has kind of fell off NFL since I stopped doing fantasy football a few years ago. I haven't kept up. So I mean, Love MLB is it. It's just such a different beats with 162 games versus Marathon. what? 16, 17 for football and 70 something for what is it? 80. It's 80, 80 something game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every day, oh, Africa. They're playing again. I'm like, yeah, they play every day, pretty much. They get like <laughs> one day off a week, yep. maybe. So, yeah. Uh, top five. Oh man, I mean, Gooden and Strawberry definitely. Mm -hmm. One uh, or two. Yeah, I mean, who's one? At one A and one B. Uh -oh. Regardless, <laughs> I mean, I've read, I've watched every documentary about them. I've read, but it's funny because I read their doc, the both their bi autobiographies, like when they're younger, when everything was rosy, and then later about. Yeah, smoking crack or yeah, whatever going to Sheesh, going to jail uh i mean tom Seaver's always got to yep. be up there with them um keith hernandez i mean i think he belongs in the hall of fame he's like he's like mr met he really of. is yeah, i mean he's he's just amazing it's amazing that he's not there yeah is that four that's four uh um, give me six because if strawberry oh, that's one, 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 Damn. Right. Dude, i mean I david wright definitely represented a david team wright. during that huh. period sort of in between um, I probably. I mean, I'm so uh, that '86 team is just amazing. What do you like now? Give me like a a, a new. All uh, right now, I mean, or... uh, well, Brett Beatty is uh actually a kid from Lake Travis. Lake Travis, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm very not only do I own several of his cards, but uh, just the fact that he's from here, it's like this great connection. From invest. And then Francisco Alvarez, um, is their catcher who's young, number one rated. But Lindor to me is. Mm. Like he's just, it's just he's he's good, defensively, offensively, he's just got a great personality, positive. So I'd probably I'd probably have to throw him in there. 
You wouldn't, uh, do you consider Piazza a Met or? Oh shit. Yeah. Piazza. Yeah. Sorry. I put him in there somewhere. I, don't know. I lost, I lost he, track. How long was he with the Mets before he went to, he went to the Yankees or did he go to no, the Boston? No, he never played for the Yankees. He went to Boston. No, he ended up in the end, he played for like he the Padres and the A's. Yeah. He was Manly, originally a Dodger. Oh, but I mainly Dodger. Oh, he was. A, he went from he Dodger. He was Lasorda's godson. In fact, oh. they drafted him way like 60th, 90th round or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and then he went. They traded him to the Marlins, and he was there for a day or something. And then they traded, flipped him to the Mets. And yeah, I mean that 2000 series with against the Yankees, and when he hit oh. his bat broke and Roger Clemens, oh, Roy, Roy Rage through the yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah. <laughs> Those are the yeah. days of uh, of baseball. Yeah, I know. Yeah, bring no. back bring back to steroids. And that, my friend, is Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, aka PD, aka Sneaker Grandpa, aka If you are what you say, <laughs> you are a superstar. Enjoy the podcast, Grandpa. <laughs> We haven't even talked about that. Where the well, name you did came on my po- you did where the name came from. Check check uh check the uh kit, let's oh, yeah. kick it. That's right. That's where he did it. Second guest ever. <laughs> hey. All right, it is now time for for the feet uh, for the shrew. Oh man, we already know Grandpa <laughs> ruined his surprise already. Um, first up, we got two colorways of the air sh- mm-hmm. airship coming out every game. Um, that blue colorway is the one that uh. Nigel Sylvester War, yep. which was like the uh, slightly uh, modified from the one that he had, yeah. um, crackled up or no mini swoosh on the side of the toe box, and then a, a Dune colorway, which is like a like varsity it's red, yeah, not quite regular crimson, red, type yeah, heads. darker red. PD, you're our guest uh, for the feet or for the street. I'm gonna be honest about the airship. Oh, I didn't even know that story until a couple of years ago. When Nike started to retell it, so I have no connection to the shoe. Yeah. You can sit about here and tell me like wearing them. Or? Yeah, oh. about that, any of that. So you you bought the hype of the Jordan One being the actual band shoe. Well, because I saw him wearing it. Like, well, I, I mean, right, I've right. seen pictures. I know. I just I never had. So I guess I, I mean it's fine. It's great. There's probably ten other models I'd rather get. So <laughs> whatever that means, like streets, but the streets, Junior. both colorways, or you don't care. Doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, I did, it's just not even on my radar. I mean, yeah, you know how I am. Like, no, I mean, for I'm, sure. I'm like, I need this shoe, or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I try not hate what on anything, but those baby blues, man. Those, yeah. those are those are definitely for my feet. It's it's, it's such a uh, mundane shoe. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah, really nothing to it, man. Like, yeah, kind of looks like a team shoe. Um, I feel like Nike has to put some some more energy behind it. Yeah, they really should have rolled this out. It should have been Nigel's shoe. Like now, now that you know, we saw him give these to PJ Tucker, and yeah, this yeah. was modified. He's kind of backed off, right? Right. And uh, I don't know. I I feel like uh, if you want the younger generation to respect it, it it, it probably. Um, I mean, you know, we got social status coming out with some in the future, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's wow. for the streets. Whoa, jeez. All right. Um, now who's sour? Next up. Um, Dunk Low SB Harito. I'd like to say first of all, thank you for saying saying it because Jacques Slay got clowned because he said Doritos. It's like, come on, you live in come California. Dorito. <sighs> Fun fact: uh, Jacques Slade um, at C- Custo, Custo, Jacques Custo, yeah, yeah at Custo. Custo. Um, had a cup of coffee at the Speech Bubble. What? 
He used to work for Nice Kicks for probably yeah. about six Every months. Day. Wow. Was living down here and everything. And wow. then, uh, I um, am re-watching Community, one of my favorite shows of all time. And he's on Community. All of a sudden, this skinny what? young black guy comes out and starts rapping. I was like, that's Jacques Slade. Because like, he's got this weird other, like he's been, he was um, Lil Nutsack. Dewey, yeah, on Dewey Cox. On uh, Dewey Cox, yeah. yeah. The walk, really? Walking Hard. Yeah, uh, Walking Hard. He's Lil Nutsack. With John C. Yeah, Rowley. Dude, yeah. yeah, it's great. It's crazy. And he's listed as one of the composers of the Brooklyn Nine-Nine theme song. There's like, I'm trying to think, was that Tyler? Where he, I think he was Tyler's like music teacher or something in high school or something like Tyler, that. Tyler, 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 the creator. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I got to check that. Wow, huh. that's Ke- wild. Keenan to tell me if I'm wrong. All right, Keenan, lay it on us. <laughs> hey, uh, send us, I've sent some comments. Keenan, let us know. Yeah. Um, hey, Keenan. <laughs> that's yeah. That Carolina colorway. I gotta get that. <laughs> um, it's for the feet for me, man. Like it's oh. it's, a, it's a nice colorway. Yeah, it's cool for the feet for like, sure. I'm real big on stories. Audley Holmes, what do you think? Oh. Uh, <laughs> you got to roll, you, you roll your R's up. The Jarritos. Yeah, the Jarritos. Jarritos. It's fine. No, I mean, they, they look good. They're cool. It's just not something. I mean, for one, I just, I don't, I don't really have access to them. I feel like that's a pair that you're yeah. going to have to get really lucky on or have a connection. So yeah. anything yeah. SB related. So I just, it's easy to say I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, come on. I, mean, I, I do feel like they've done a great job of creating the hype for them. Yeah. More than any I've seen in a long time as far as SB releases go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to shoot. Um, Cause shoot or shoot. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to shoot. <laughs> No, they're nice. They're I cool. might end up with a uh, yeah. <laughs> I've already, I've already right. got the call into Alan. Like Alan, just let me know when you get him in your store. Oh, there you go. I'm sorry. So, I said there you go. Scott yeah, Curry I mean, that, you got to go. Just, you know, got to take care of business. All right. Um, last and not least, um, kind of an inside joke for everybody here, but this one holds a special uh, place in my heart. Um, the Air Jordan Retro Four Thunder. Um, what what do we think? I'm down under. Yep. For the streets, for me, man. For the streets. Yeah. I, it's fine. It's fine. I just, I don't have any, like, no. allegiance to that color. Man, you way. know what? Uh, I think back to when it initially came out, um, I don't know the year. I don't want Kingdom to jump my shit. <laughs> but um, it came out, <laughs> I think it was jordanbrand.com, and they did the lightning and thunder. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was so revolutionary because you just didn't get, like, predominantly colored Jordans. So it's like, holy shit, a yellow retro for like Right, yeah. And then a black and yellow one to like coincide with it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it came out when we were at the old shop with really shitty materials. Uh. And uh, and now they're bringing it back. I feel like it'll do, this is probably the best that it'll do. Sure. Just because it's it's black based. Worst case, the kids will say, oh, it's a yellow uh, alternate four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they'll just. Or some shit like that. But um, It's a yellow panda. Yeah, I'm with you. It's for, it's for the feet. I mean, uh, for the streets. Oh, for the streets. Wow. For the streets for your boy. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Yeah. It's just not something. Now, I was I was actually amazed until I think you told me, Colin, how well the fours were selling suddenly. I don't know really? why. I don't know if because it's forever because, uh, they. Why? I, so you had Pandemania. <laughs> yep. And then on the back of that, you had black military fours. Dude, yeah. kids love those white and black man. Dude, Dude they, they they're just, everywhere. Just a bunch of Charlie Browns at the school. That's all it is, man. Yeah. Don't, everybody fearing uh, not being cool. So yeah, right, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's probably a pair I would have liked, like you said, yeah. whatever, eight, ten years ago or something, right. maybe. But at this point, I'm like, nah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Good. it's But yeah. I'm also at a point now where I feel like every release, which 
I'm now through like the third or fourth iteration. Right. Exactly. Jordan For ones, sure. Air Max ones, Air Max. It's only so many times. You How can many more times? Like, you can only reinvent it, remaster right. it. So you can't many make times the bubble like, okay, much more right. big, yeah. much bigger. Can you? All right, guys, and that is uh, for the feet, uh, for the trees. And uh, looks like Prez uh, chimed in on uh, fan mail this week. Let's see what he has to say. All right, this comes from a fan fan mail president, uh, Amaro Rodriguez. <laughs> um, CND, I don't know what it is about Tweedledee and Tweedledunk. <laughs> But this was That's another good one. Best thing sour ever. pants went into the, the super sour mode. <laughs> McNasty like. I know, Amado. Damn. It was a fun episode, Soul Brothers. Question from the press. Top five non-basketball actual athletic sneakers of all time. P.S. For Tweedledunk, five ill things about Milwaukee school in sesh. Unito? Did I Unito, say that? Unito, yeah. What's Unito? I, I don't know. It's a, a slang, a model. What? I don't know that one. Little, 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 I don't, little June. Unito? Yeah, Unito. Yeah, like little June. Little June. Junebo. Oh, maybe Juanito? Did he mean Juanito? Juanito, but Taylor, Chris. I, I don't know. You, you'll, you'll, he'll he'll All school right, it. Uh, one. Bucks uh, equal oh. Kareem. Kareem Giannis, was on the Bucks. Many legends begin here. Two. Uh, and Amato, I, I think you're telling on yourself saying that Giannis will not end his career there. Ooh, so, yeah, I don't think he um, does. He, he won for Milwaukee already. Yeah, like, it's already been like rumors he, of him possibly sniffing around New he did York. The, coming to San Antonio? <clears throat> Boy, stop. Oh, all right. Um, One two, small market to another. Uh, machine shop to the world. Our blue collar history is second to none. Ooh. Three, beer equal period. Um, Milwaukee. He can appreciate that. For Bronzeville, it's place in black history and jazz. Um, Colin Kaepernick. He's from Milwaukee? Uh, what? Colin Kaepernick? I guess so. Or maybe the I'm suburbs, sure. the yeah. burbs? Um, five. Um, B-boying equals before Chicago, and it came directly from New York. Hmm. All right. He's a, he's a former B-boy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, Put down Amata, the cardboard uh, on the floor. I'm going to pitch this to our guest because mm. he's way more informed on the top five non-basketball Actual athletic sneakers. So, what do you got for me? Give me your top five, PD. Top five athletic uh, non basketball. Non basketball actual athletic sneakers. Like you said, like the Reebok workout would count, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably the Agassiz. Yeah. Ooh, damn, dude. that's a good one. You pulled that one, yeah. Um, the Rich Bo- in history. Any, any Bo Jackson air trainer? Yeah. What's your favorite? Oh, one the Auburn one of the SC trainer, huh? It's just what I connect with. I mean, yeah. that's sort of that same period. And then I guess next I'd say the the Mac Attack. I was gonna say Mac Attack would be uh, in there. I'm that's stop three. Oh, got to give me the last two non Nike because Amato gonna blow his gas. Non Nike, yeah, non Nike. Yeah, he's oh non Nike. Well, you don't yeah. have to. It, that's right. not the rule, but you no, you just give him yeah. three Nikes. Uh, well, was, did well Reebok came out with the first train uh uh cross trainer, didn't they? Uh. No, that no? was totally the air trainer was uh, like was cross training. They basically invented cross training. Right. The whole idea. Okay. Was, All right. Well, maybe I was confused. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I any uh, Reebok. I mean, like at a Club C, maybe Club C is is a good one. Um, and then maybe like you said, like a Reebok workout, something like that yeah. in that range. I know you got me feeling motivated. I'm gonna try to give it a go. Um, I'm gonna think one, of something while you're talking. I would say. Um, and it shows my age, 
but Air Max 360. Yeah. Dude, like a 360 unit, like air unit. Like I remember when that shit came out, it was like, I remember uh, working at Finish Line and the uh, the display that we hang in the window, it just had like a cloak over it and it just showed the bottom. And I was like, I wonder what this is like. <laughs> um, two, I'll probably say, he said non-basketball, Diamond Turf. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Neon, Dion, uh, I baby. think so, the Reebok preseason. Yeah. Damn it. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, that's two. Um, you gotta excuse me, Amato. My my lineage comes from Nike. You know I'm a swoosh. Baby. <laughs> I'm a swoosh baby, but um, I'm gonna try to give you some. I got a few in the tuck. Um, three, I probably would say. Damn, we said non basketball. Um. I want to say Air Trainer one, just because Bo knows. He does know. You know what I'm saying? What about a Griffey? Mm. Oh shit! Yeah, you could do Griffey. I I do three A three B. Yeah, I I do uh, Ken Griffey. Um, Didn't um, Keenan and Greg mention on their second uh, tier podcast the the uh, the Sanders the. Um, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Oh, Barry Sanders. What, Zoom? He, I thought it was Zoom something. Was it? I thought they, unless I was thinking a different Sanders. Oh, that is jumbled in together. I mean, it could be Barry, it could be uh, it could Dion. Be Dion. I, I don't, but um, they didn't say the Jerome the Bettis turf. signature model, like like all those like turf like shoes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying um, all you can mix all those in. Um, true, true. And then my last two, I'll probably say Ultra Boost because that was groundbreaking, mm. and I know it's a lot more recent. Um, what would my last one be? And this is an ode to my brother. I'd probably say like an EQT, like an EQT form, something like oh, that. Yeah. You know, but, uh, yeah. Right. Man, I, I can't even think of anything other than y'all mentioned. Yeah. Um, but, um, Junior, you got anything else, man? Uh, oh, uh, please send us emails. Yeah, FOTB sneakercast at gmail.com. Fat, where you at, man? Yeah. Hey, what happened to Fat Kicks? I know you're busy out there saving I, souls. I, I see him, you know, baptizing people. He's got the. Golly, the clear. man. Right. You know, he's Come saving on, some man. shoes. We, we, we need them anointed hands to. Uh, Write an anointed message for us. Follow us on the Even Instagram. God got time. Yeah. wants you to have time for other stuff. Than That's God, right. right. That's right. Come on, That now. did. You know? Yep. FOTB um, Sneakercast on the gram. You got anything you want to pub? Uh, oh, man. It's just me. I appreciate being able to be here. It's yeah. always fun. It's really kind of fun, man. Kind of the conversations we have right. off microphone, right. off yeah, yeah. recording. Are, just are there on, any baseball cards you're, like, fiending oh, for right go. now? Yeah. Like, have, you, have, you, have you watched um, Golden Touch? Oh, yeah. I what did you binged think? it. Yeah, I did too. I mean, it's it's, sort, it's probably like the the sneakers, the what were the sneakerheads, whatever it was uh-huh. you're talking about. Where like when when you're in it, you look at it and go, I mean, "Oh, that show a Netflix sneakerhead." Yeah, yeah. 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 It, to me, it's kind of like that. Like it's you know, yeah, you know, it, they it, throw up these prices. You're like it's, that's like at the top end. You're lucky to be able to get that. You know, you're obviously throwing out the biggest end of it, but it, it's pretty interesting. I think. It, I think. One thing that's interesting about it is how much they touched into non-baseball and how much other like F1's one that I, I bought a box recently and busted it with. Dude, it's you're talking about a whole different. If, well, no, it was more than seven hundred fifty thousand. The first was, kid, right? Yeah, it ended up going for over a million, I think. But just the idea that you know, I mean, we we live here in Austin. You've seen the people who come to watch these races ride in helicopters. They fly on private jets. If you want a card of your favorite driver. 
at whatever these people can afford. It's it's different from baseball where you know you're, this is no, your favorite color you collect. It's so. an affluent sport. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know so saying? the collectors are in the same boat. So yeah. So no, I mean, I think the I, the one thing I'm looking forward to, and I don't want to, is the uh, the fragment weapon, the converse that's oh, coming yeah. out. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see how that goes. Um, it's fragment, so I don't really know mm-hmm. um, how it's going to go. You never you'll be able know. to get it, buddy. <laughs> that's what Keenan said because I messaged Keenan. I was like, "Do we know anybody at Reebok? I mean, at Converse?" Because like he's like, "I think we're going to be okay." <laughs> yeah, but like, but again, like that connection to 13, 14 year old Patrick that wanted a weapon and never had it, and they've retroed him a couple times. It's kind of been trash. You get it? You got to do the Magic Johnson back to back picture. Logic. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but no. Otherwise, no. All right. All that. Well, from Junior, from our uh, illustrious guest, uh, PD this week. Um, you know how we end every uh, episode. If it is to be, it's up to me. That's whether you're pursuing a promotion at the job, a baddie, or your most coveted pair of sneakers. We'll see you next week. Peace.